Good evening and welcome to Bison Feedback. Scott Miller with you. Brittany Bartlett is our producer and we are talking Bison men's and women's basketball tonight on the program as always every Monday night between 6 and 7 o'clock. Our telephone numbers in the FM area 237-5948, toll free 800-880-5346 all across the Bison radio network. And we will start off tonight with Head women's coach Marin Walseth, whose team just made a quick down-and-back trip to Indianapolis and played IUPUI over the weekend. But before that, an instant classic, a really tough loss, but a wonderful game played by the Bison shorthanded, losing to South Dakota last Thursday. Very close game in double overtime, 96-94. to Marin, first of all, welcome to the program. And are you rested up a little bit after your trip? Thank you, Scotty. Yes, yes, I think I am uh, I am rested. Um, I'm not sure about our players yet. I, I think they uh, slept uh, a good chunk of today, of today uh, with the day off of school. But as you mentioned, fantastic game uh, at the DBF last Thursday versus the University of South Dakota. Yeah, let's... Go from there. Uh, Taylor Thunstead poured in 31 points in that game. It was a back-and-forth game. It was a game that the Bison certainly could have won. South Dakota had to make a shot at the end of regulation to send it to overtime. It went to double overtime, losing 96-94. to What was your message to the team after that tough loss? You know, the, the message was how proud I was, was of them. Uh, it, was a great, it was a great game. Highly contested by both sides. Great players made great plays, and those are the games that we all we all we all want to be in and, and be a part of. And I was just so proud of the fight and the focus and the guts. A lot of people throw around a lot of those the determination type words, um, and our team definitely displayed that on on Thursday. And I was so proud of them. Disappointed with the outcome, but we certainly grew, and, and some of the younger players, you know, got a little bit more confidence and. And our team grew up a little bit uh, last Thursday. So that for that, I can be very, very proud of them for. And we need to point out, of course, it was pointed out as you visited with Jack Michaels and Jeremy Jorgensen pre and post. South Dakota is a really good team. And so this was not a flukish effort, losing by two in double overtime. I know it stings, but that is kind of a, a step forward, is it not? Yes, there are certainly things that we can we can look as positive. Uh, we're not in it for moral victories by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, South Dakota is a very well-balanced team, a, a veteran team that is accustomed to carrying themselves well, have played the NCAA tournament, um, accustomed to having kind of a target on their back. Uh, and we gave them a run for their money. And, and for that, uh, you know, that's why I say we, we grew up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then you have to make the trip to Indy and, IUPUI, as we discussed a week ago on this program, Marn, has a lot of talent, can move it up and down the floor, can be physical when it needs to be. So what did you think of that game over the weekend, losing to the Jaguars? You know, I thought uh, coming off such a great game against South Dakota, uh, it, it's difficult for, for athletes sometimes to kind of rebound emotionally. Um, not only were we exhausted physically from our Thursday night contest, but uh, a lot of emotions go into that as well. And, and so sometimes it's difficult to ask a, a young lady to, you know, gear themselves up from an emotional standpoint. And I thought that our players did that for the most part. Um, but once again, there was a couple 
three, four minute uh, lapses or, or dips as we as we kind of refer to refer to, and and that's where IUPUI is kind of able to separate themselves from us, and then it's a difficult challenge to play catch up. Mm-hmm. Our telephone numbers in the FM area two three seven five nine four eight toll free across the Bison Radio Network at eight hundred eight eight zero. Five three four six. You're welcome to call in, invited to call in and talk with Bison head women's coach Marin Walseth tonight until the bottom of the hour, and then we'll talk Bison men's hoops in the second half hour. Again, two three seven five nine four eight. Toll free eight hundred eight eight zero five three four six. Going back to last Thursday's game at the Benson Bunker Field House, that double overtime thriller, the instant classic. From your vantage point, you've seen Taylor Thunstead now day after day for a long time, but what was it like for you, Maren, as the head coach to watch you just pour in bucket after bucket? It was it was a fun game to, to be a part of, and, and certainly she was a large part of that of that 94 points that we scored. Um, you know, she's a kid that the bigger the moment, the, the, the harder the shot that she wants to take, and I really commend her. She's only a sophomore. She hasn't played in a ton of college basketball games, but you wouldn't know that by that kind of her swagger and the way she carries herself on the court. Uh, and, you know, Thursday night was certainly a great uh, display of, of her wanting the ball in her hand, wanting to take the tough shots, uh, but also being able to, to, to direct our team and, and to, you know, get our teammates involved. Um, I'm excited to just kind of keep working with her and, and help her continue to mature as a player because she's, uh, she's not done yet. Who else played especially well in that USD game, Warren. You know, I think ninety, you know, ninety-four points. <laughs> and when we when we put that out against seven players, that's a lot of players scoring and a lot of yeah. players, you know, playing very well offensively and defensively. Uh, one player that comes to mind is is Kennedy Childers, and she's a, a freshman that I thought really stepped up um, and and allowed the game to come to her. Uh, she's a very talented, very talented freshman, um, but sometimes she can push a little bit. And then I thought uh, the USD game was a great example of how she she gave what the game and what the defense, you know, gave her. Uh, certainly at the end uh, end of, I believe it was end of regulation when she hit the three, um, you know, to, to keep things going. Um, that's not a freshman shot. That's a, an, up, an upperclassman shot. And she had all the confidence and all the composure in the world before, during, and after that shot. Uh, so I thought uh, I thought she played very, very well. I thought Bree Bree Jones played mm-hmm. well. I thought Brooke Yegi, uh, you know, sometimes she gets overlooked uh, just by maybe her slight frame, uh, but by no means is, does she play soft or, or anything like that. And she had a couple extremely uh, tough drives to the basket where she got fouled and whatnot. And those those are things that, you know, yeah, it's, it's two points, but sometimes those are huge two points or just the way that it, the way that she goes in uh, and, and is able to draw contact and whatnot, you know, is, is, is inspiring, you know, for her and, and her teammates. But certainly as a coach, you know, you get in there and you see her, you know, uh, mess it up with, with bigger players, and that's something that, you know, just is energizing for all of us. Uh, so I, I don't want to single out one player. Right. I think uh, our, our team, you know, played, played very well and, and played very well together, uh, and that's the important part. This is Bison Feedback brought to you by Thunder Seed, and we will take our first break here just around the bend, but – just to follow up on Brooke Yegi, she's averaging over six points per game, Martin. And as you say, with just seven available players for the most part, you've got to spread those points around. In what ways has Brooke Yegi gained confidence in this her sophomore year? Yeah, she's uh, she's really blossomed as, as a young player. Not getting a whole lot of minutes last year, mm-hmm. and the minutes that she did get, you know, were kind of spot minutes, two three minutes here, 
five, six minutes there, you know, regularly. And and something that we talked about at the end of the conclusion of last season, what's her strength? And, and that can be in the weight room, but that, that can also be with the basketball. Um, in high school, she jokes about it now. She's like, I've never had a mid-range game before. I was a layup or a three kid, you know, <laughs> but now her, her ability to still, you know, drive, drive in the paint and, and take the contact and, and, and shoot the three, but really the shot fake and the one dribble pull-up or the mid-range game uh, is something that she's put time in, um, but the strength component, being able to attack the paint for a kickout, being able to take some of the, the physical play that you don't see uh, in high school basketball, and so she's really, she's embraced that, she's seen the challenge, and she saw the opportunity, the opportunity available, you know, at a starting spot, and then she wanted it, and she she worked hard to get it in the off season. Uh, so she's been a, a young player that has really blossomed, and it's exciting to see her every day in practice and games. Kind of, what is she going to do next, or where is the confidence going to mm-hmm. come and grow a little bit more? Uh, and that's an exciting. That's one of the exciting parts of, of being a coach is seeing seeing the growth and the development, you know, come. Right. And before we go to that first break of the program tonight, Marn, you mentioned Kennedy Childers, and she's five nine, and I've only seen her play a handful of times. But she seems unafraid. She'll take that ball into the lane. She'll put a shot up. She'll grab a rebound over another defender. I love her attitude. Yeah, she plays very, very, very strong and very hard. Um, That's one thing uh, during the recruiting process that initially caught my eye. You know, she's always on the floor. She's wearing knee pads. She's scraping. Uh, She wants to battle in the paint. She's not afraid of any of that. Um, and then that was initially what caught my eye. And obviously, as you continue to watch players and get to know players, other things like her scoring ability, um, her defensive mindset, uh, she really wants to be a defensive stopper. And she takes that challenge very personally. Um, oftentimes in practice, you know, we're trying to get three stops in a row or, you know, individuals need to get stops. And she wants that. She wants to challenge herself that way. Uh, and she takes pride in her defense. Um, so she's somebody that uh, is getting a lot of experience and getting a lot of minutes as a freshman. Uh, so her her best days are certainly still ahead of her. The Bison women have a pair of games this week, home to Western Illinois coming up Thursday night at the Benson Bunker Fieldhouse and then remaining at the BBF for a Saturday afternoon 2 o'clock tip against Fort Wayne. We'll talk about those two games and just about the league overall as we are not quite to the halfway point of the Summit League season. Your phone uh, calls are welcomed at 237-5948, toll-free, 800-880-5346. You're listening to Bison Feedback on the Bison Basketball Radio Network. Welcome back to Bison Feedback on the Bison Basketball Radio Network. Scott Miller with you from our flagship studios in Fargo. Brittany Bartlett is our producer. We're visiting with Bison head women's coach Marin Walseth on this chilly Monday night. And Marin, for those who don't know, where did you grow up? And I know that you played in the Twin Cities, and and so I know the cold can't feel good, but you're not totally unaccustomed to it, right? <laughs> not at all, not at all. <laughs> I'm not sure that any of us love the minus, no. you know, seven-degree weather we're, we're experiencing right now. Uh, no, but you're you're right. I am from the Twin Cities. I grew up in Bloomington and graduated mm-hmm. from Bloomington Jefferson High School. But ironically, I have a a lot of relatives and, and family up in West Fargo and in the eastern part of the state there. Um, as my grandmother grew up in Page, North Dakota, uh-huh. so I I've spent numerous growing up until uh, high school basketball kind of took over. Uh, I have 
fond memories of, of coming up to, to Castleton and Page um, for family reunions and Thanksgivings and whatnot. So um, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, so to speak, uh-huh. um, prior to, prior prior to my uh, move to North Dakota. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a tough environment in the winter around here, but it's beautiful otherwise, and so uh, we embrace it, right? <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. I had heard, you know, family members, and specifically my mom, talk about the beautiful sunsets in North Dakota, yeah. and, you know, okay, that's fine. I have seen more pink and purple beautiful sunsets in the last year and a half than I think I have, you know, previously, and so, yeah, at times I think North Dakota kind of gets a bad rap, but they have no idea you know, what, what they're missing in other parts of, of the year, because it's absolutely beautiful. Yep, you are right about that. This is Bison Feedback, presented by Thunder Seed fans. Thunder Seed is committed to meeting the changing needs of today's farmers by monitoring the latest technologies and incorporating that knowledge into high-yielding seed products. Thunder Seed is linking today's farmer with tomorrow's technology. Call one eight 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 six thunder As mentioned, the Bison women are back home for a pair of games this week, playing against Western Illinois on Thursday, the 21st, in a 7 o'clock tip, and then Fort Wayne in a Saturday afternoon game, 2 o'clock, both at the Benson Bunker Fieldhouse. And, Marn, what do you think now? We've we've already played five games in the conference season, South Dakota State, IUPUI, South Dakota, and Oral Roberts tied at the top with four and one records, so a four way tie for first place. But what do you think of what you're seeing from the standings in the summer league right now? You know, I think we've got some great basketball, individual play, but also team play, uh, led by great coaches. And and so it's an exciting league to be a part of. Um certainly not exactly thrilled with where we are, um, but I don't think our record is indicative of, of the quality of play that we have been able to put together, you know, at, at times. Mm-hmm. So going into this weekend, um, you know, two home games, and, and I need to commend all the fans who came out, the cheerleaders, the bands, the fans, all of that, that came out for our last Thursday game versus USC. It was electrifying in there, very loud, lots of enthusiasm. Uh, it was a great, a great environment for women's basketball. Uh, so this weekend we play again on Thursday and on Saturday, as you mentioned, and looking forward to the, those fans coming out again and, and giving us the boost, and, and we'll give you something to cheer about. And you know, so it can be a two-way street. Um, but it was great last Thursday; was absolutely great. And we have that opportunity again uh, this weekend. Your game this past weekend against IUPUI, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of talk up a little bit about Brianna Jones who had 11 rebounds to lead the floor, six points, and Emily Spears, seven points and seven rebounds. So even though you're outgunned oftentimes throughout the season, Maren, you, you've got some players down there unafraid to mix it up down low and grab some rebounds. What about those two players? You're right. You know, I really thought that Emily Spear played very well against IUPUI. Uh, they had a, a very a quality post player that Emily was battling. Emily and Bray were battling the whole night. Um, but to see Emily kind of get on the board, both in the points and the rebound categories, that was great for her and for her confidence. But she works extremely hard. Uh, she's a little banged up, but that's never an excuse. She's in the gym. She's with the trainer. You know, and, and she's she's working very, very hard. So from a statistical perspective, happy to see her, uh, you know, produce like she did. And then, as you mentioned, Bree, Bree Jones had 11 rebounds, and, and, and she's just a great rebounder. She's got a great knack for the ball. Um, and it is relentless, absolutely relentless. And it was it was great for her to have that kind of a rebounding effort in front of her family and friends. Uh, she's from the Indianapolis area, 
and actually we were able to go to her father owns a restaurant and we were able to go to his restaurant uh, Friday mm. night when we got in uh, to spend a little quality time uh, with her Bison family joining her her family uh, and then you know she had great support for the game on on Saturday and it was it was fun you know to see and talk with her parents afterwards about how you know they're like you know it's finally we we see we see where she's going and, and, and what the environment that she's in and now all of a sudden the, the miss all the practices that we had to drive to and the miss you know, family events that we, you know, we couldn't attend because of basketball practice and whatnot, you know, the, the, the reality of her playing Division One basketball is, is here. And so they couldn't have been prouder of her. And that was great for her to perform uh, the way she did, specifically rebounding um, in front of her family and friends. Without, so that was great on, on Saturday. Yeah, that's a neat story, too. Thanks for sharing that. Western Illinois on Thursday at the BBF. The Leathernecks are 3-2 and two in the league, 10-8 and eight overall. And then Fort Wayne in the Saturday afternoon game at 2 o'clock at the Benson Bunker Fieldhouse in Fort Wayne, 0-5, 4-14. How about a little scouting report on each of those teams that you'll be playing this week? Sure, sure. You know, Thursday with uh, Western Illinois, uh, I think a lot of fans remember the name Ashley Luke. Uh, and, yeah. and unfortunately for the fans, uh, but maybe fortunately for us, um, she is not with the team this year. Uh, she transferred, uh, so she's not... Um, she graduated and then she transferred, so she's not uh, on the roster. So they look a little bit different. Mm. Um, a little bit more dribble drive, a little bit more uh, penetrate and kick. Uh, still very, very, still a very, very good team. Um, JD does a great job with them. Um, but if you're looking for Ashley Luke, she's not going to be on the court, uh, which is a, which is a, a, a unfortunate for our, our conference when you lose the player of the, of the year in the conference and yeah. she, you know, had another year, year of eligibility. But, um, you know, it is what it is, and, and they're doing very, very well. Um, but I, but I think it's a good a good matchup for us, uh, specifically back at home. Kind of we after a couple of days off for us, you know, we'll we'll have the energy and we'll be able to compete. Uh, and then we'll have a quick turnaround on Saturday for alumni for alumni ga- uh, day, which I think is a very special thing for our alums and also for our players. As it's very important for our kids to know exactly who who came before them, their stories both on and off the on and off the court. So we'll be doing a an event on, on Friday night for our alums and our players, and then again on Saturday we'll recognize at halftime. And then they'll have a social um, after the game, so that's an exciting mm-hmm. event for us and a, a good a good Saturday for us. Um, but the opponent will be Fort Wayne, and yeah. I don't think that uh, similar to us, I don't think their record necessarily uh, is indicative of the of the type of team that they are. As as they shoot the ball very well, they're athletic, they can get up and down as well. So it'll be a good game. Um, certainly, they're both teams um, trying to get back on in, into what they can do. Uh, so it'll be a fun it'll be a fun game for us. All right, Martin. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. You stay warm, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Thursday at the Benson Bunker Fieldhouse against Western Illinois. Thank you very much, Scott. I look forward to having you do our game. Oh, same here. And the Bison women with Marin Walsa. Thank you, Marin. Western Illinois, the team to beat Thursday at the BBF. 7 o'clock tip, 6.40 the pregame on the Bison Radio Network. And then Fort Wayne on Saturday. Tip time is 2 o'clock. And our pregame show will begin at 1.40. Up next, Eric Henderson, Bison men's assistant coach. You're listening to Bison Feedback on the Bison Basketball Radio Network.